0: how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Bitches let it drink in the club. Till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street. Till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder a clip. So who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf? So we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver Don daughter, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross. That's when your ride stops. Bossy eye with that white chalk, triggers, finger streets. Might leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, To the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, To the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, To the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, the wolves Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the pack Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you're at No matter atty nigga, we gon' get you where you lack Dipping, creeping through the night, is precise Catching nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life Answers yes, well, didn't nigga pay your price Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 280 I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Today we have a super stacked show for you But first... Make sure you hit that subscribe button right now on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on the Circle of Debate. And shout out to my Bloodline brothers already in the chat. I got my homie Tim King in the house. I got Devin from Clark Street in the house, who you can see later tonight here on the Bloodline. We'll talk all about that a little later. But also, make sure you follow on all the social medias, Bloodline Entertainment, all over the platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Rumble. Make sure you also follow the circle debate on all platforms and make sure you follow the wrestling DeLorean podcast at wrestling DeLorean pod on Instagram and at W underscore DeLorean pod on Twitter. And please, please, please go check out the bloodline entertainment network website, because it is one of the sexiest websites in the motherfucking game. I also got my home girl in the building. Shout out to Angela. I love you, baby. Also, we got Justin Time in the motherfucking building. Shout out to my homie, Justin. Throw your ones up for Justin. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this, today's show, we're going to give a big shout out to our sponsors, as always, Manscape.com. All your male grooming needs, all in one place. Whether it's the ball deodorant, the weed whacker, the lawnmower, whether it's boxers, I'm talking about the most comfortable Boxers I've ever had in my life. Make sure you go to manscaped.com and put in the promo code DeLorean for 20% off sites wide. We have probably one of the, the most anticipated shows that I finally got to in a long, long time. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was that's five years old, five years old, I remember the First episode of SmackDown. I remember watching it live on UPN. And I remember loving the whole fucking show. I actually had a original VHS tape of the first SmackDown because my mom recorded it on the VCR because we knew it was a historic, historic night. Now, last time we talked about SmackDown on this show, we were talking about the pilot episode, an episode that did not make air, I found out, after much research. Me and Tim talked about the pilot episode that they recorded and shopped around to networks to try to get SmackDown on board. And one network bit. It was UPN. And on August 26, 1999, the very first episode of SmackDown happened, and it was a historic, historic episode. And that's what we're about to talk about right motherfucking now. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in your seatbelt. Let's go into the DeLorean, all the way back to August 26, 1999, the very first SmackDown. I'll see you on the other side. Before i go into smackdown big shout out to my bloodline brother nick Dieterding from the uw pod what's popping bro uh we're not going to talk about this comment right here go mets go mets go mets ladies and gentlemen let's go back in time we're going to be talking about the august 26 1999 episode of smackdown also known as the very first episode of smackdown so let's talk about it this show took place in kansas city missouri in front of a raucous crowd, the motherfuckers were going crazy all night. Probably, you know, this is this is the peak of the Attitude Era, where everybody, no matter who you are, everybody was getting a massive, massive ovation. It could be the top guy, it could be the guy on the lowest part of the mid card, and they would still be cheered like they were fucking superstars because that's what they were. Back in this time, back in the Attitude Era, you had nothing but superstars. And it was a beautiful thing to see because once the crowd is into the show that much, like they were on this night, it makes for a special, special show. And you know, for a first-time-ever episode, you know that crowd had to make it very special. So let's get into it. First of all, before I do, big happy birthday shout-out to my boy Dom, the South Philly Psycho from Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Also going to be on the Bloodline later tonight. Once again, we'll talk about that in a bit. But happy birthday, bro. I hope you're enjoying your day. You definitely deserve it. Also, big shout out to my homie from the Circle of Debate and the president of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. I got the devious one, Ivan, in the building. Ivan says, get it, fam. It's the first episode of SmackDown. Definitely, I, I can't wait to talk about this shit. Throw your ones up in the air for Ivan, and also throw your ones up in the air for the you Honorary Us, my homie Dan Bakley from Cage My IQ. All right, let's get into this shit right now. We are going to be talking about this show. This show took place in Kansas City, Missouri, like I said, and we started out with highlights from King of the Ring 1999, not King of the Ring, SummerSlam 1999, where the main event was a three-way triple threat match for the WWF champion with the special guest referee being Jesse, the body Ventura, which I totally forgot Jesse Ventura took part of the WWF in 1999. The matchup was between triple H mankind and stone coast, Boston, who was walking into this event as the WWF champion. Mankind picks up the victory after triple H is taken out of the match by the rock. Mankind hits the double arm DDT on stone cold. One, two, three, we have a new champion, but not for long, because Mankind then goes on the next night on Monday Night Raw to go against Triple H one-on-one, this time with the special guest referee being Shane McMahon, and because of Shane McMahon's alliance with Triple H, because of a stiff, wicked chair shot by Triple H, Triple H wins the WWF champion from Mankind. But the bigger story was The Rock was on commentary that night, and Triple H just randomly smacked the shit out of The Rock with a goddamn chair shot that looked more vicious than the one that he hit Mankind with. So now The Rock wants revenge, and that's how we open up SmackDown. We get the iconic SmackDown intro that you just saw right here on the beautiful Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And with that, we start out hot because Triple H comes right out with China and his freshly new one, the WWF Championship. Also, I just want to say, side note, Triple H, his is my time, my time theme song. This was before he had the Motorhead "Time to Play the Game." That the my time theme song was fucking dope. It was a banger. It was a banger, and motherfuckers sleep on that fucking song. When you think of Triple H's theme songs, of course you think of "Time to Play the Game." Of course you think of "The King of Kings." But yeah, go back and listen to my time. That shit was fucking fire. But anyway, Triple H comes out. He's here with China. He makes his way to the ring and he says that tonight, usually he has two words for everybody, but tonight he has four. He says those four words are on Monday, I did it, which by the way was a lot more than four. And JR called that out. He was like, look at this dumb idiot. Anyway, JR and Triple H, no friends. But talking about JR and Triple H, This is coming a week after Triple H's historic sit-down with Jr. where he proclaims himself to be the game. If you remember the the sit-down where Triple H says to Jr., you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, Kane, they they, they all claim to be students of the game. I am the fucking game. So, and that history was made. The fucking rest was written because – From there on, Triple H was referred to as the Game Triple H, his iconic nickname. But anyway, we want to start off the show with Triple H coming out saying that he did it on Raw, saying that nobody is in his league, saying that whether it's Mankind, whether it's that Jabroni the Rock, whether it is Stone Cold Steve Austin, they are not going to be on the same level as the Game Triple H because, once again, he is the game while everyone else are just pawns trying to play the game. He says that nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to take this title from me. He said, the corporate kiss asses backstage constantly held me back and held me down from winning this title. Now that I have it, I'm never going to lose it. So line up the opponents. I'm going to mow them right down. He says, especially that jabroni the rock. This leads to the whole crowd chanting, we want rock, we want rock. And then action they received because... Just as they finished saying, we want rock, you had the theme song hit. If you male, The Rock comes out. He says, finally, The Rock has come back to Kansas City. And finally, The Rock is here to lay the smackdown on Triple H. He says he wants that title tonight. He says that Triple H has three options. Either The Rock goes down that aisle, takes that uh, WWF championship, rubs it in Icy Hot and sticks it straight up Triple H's candy ass. Number two is The Rock takes his shoe off and sticks it up Triple H's candy ass. Or number three is Triple H just puts his tail between his legs and accepts his fate that tonight The Rock is walking out of the very first episode of SmackDown with the WWF Championship. This leads to a surprise appearance from the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, who comes out and says that he is still the commissioner of the WWF. And with this being said, he has the authority to make this match happen tonight. So tonight it will be The Rock versus Triple H in the main event of the very first SmackDown for the WWF Championship. This leads to Shane McMahon coming out and saying that he has no right to make that matchup. Shane McMahon is the owner of the WWF, and Shawn Michaels needs to know his place. Shawn Michaels says, well, you know, you're, you're free tonight. You're free. So just to make sure that we're not going to have you be a cricket referee in this matchup, you're going to have a matchup. Because tonight, Shane McMahon is going to be going one-on-one against the guy that he screwed on Monday Night Raw. Mankind and Shawn Michaels is going to be the special guest referee in the main event to make sure that there is no if, ands, or buts about it, no crazy screw jobs. It will be one on one, and the best man will be walking out of SmackDown with that world title. This then leads to The Rock saying he is not waiting for tonight, he goes running down, he goes to fate, he goes to fight Triple H. Triple H. Shane McMahon and the Mean Street Posse, they start to jump the rock. The Mean Street Posse, by the way, come out through the crowd. They start to jump the rock, and this leads to Mankind coming out, making the save. The Rock and Sock Connection is standing tall. Really, really cool opening segment. I love this. Everybody, like I said, got a massive, massive pop. And it set up the rest of the show because it announces two blockbuster matches with Shane McMahon versus Mankind. And also The Rock versus Triple H with the special guest referee being HBK Shawn Michaels. Really great opening segment. We got Lennox Coleman in the motherfucking house. My homie, thank you so much for being here. Let's see what the chat's saying right now. Cage My IQ. Dan says, it's crazy to think that this is the technical first episode, but they had the pilot episode of SmackDown that they did test runs months before. Yeah, if we, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I literally just talked about it a couple weeks ago. I believe that show took place in April. That's the show that they recorded after a random taping on Monday Night Raw and then went and tried to shop it around. The fist in the middle of the Tron was very underrated. I remember always climbing it in the game when they came out with the game. Word. I think it was SmackDown versus... No, SmackDown, shut your mouth, if I'm not mistaken, where you could climb the fist and dive off of it. Awesome, awesome game. Dom says, Didn't HBK break out the short shorts and stole... He stole from Sable in the main event? Yeah, we'll definitely get to that. Shawn Michaels brings out the little biker shorts that he wore in the main event for his uh, referee attire. But... First, we got to talk about the very first matchup in SmackDown history. Technically, the very first SmackDown matchup. I know we had matches on the pilot, but that was not seen. We're going to be talking about this episode. And the very first man to compete on SmackDown is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jerry, Who, by the way, will be having a matchup against Orange Cassidy for the international champion in AEW this upcoming Wednesday. That says that this man not only has longevity, but this man is amazing. Ain't he great? But all jokes aside, Jeff Jarrett is in the very first SmackDown matchup. And surprise, surprise, talking about the modern-day AEW, his opponent is the badass Billy Gunn, a.k.a. Daddy Ass. It's funny how when Jeff Jarrett came into AEW, he's feuding with the acclaimed and with Daddy Ass. And then if you go all the way back, to 1999 on the very first SmackDown, Daddy Ass and Jeff Jarrett is on the very first matchup. Fun to see these two still feuding. Uh, good back and forth in this matchup. In the end, though, China comes out. She nails Deborah with Jeff Jarrett's uh, guitar, which leads to Billy Gunn hitting the Famouser on the distracted Jeff Jarrett. One, two, three. China comes into the ring. She raises Billy Gunn's hand. She makes a motion that she wants to... Be the glue to bring DX back together. And as Billy Gunn starts to think about it, it was all a ruse. Trying to drop to her knees. Ah, It's the low blow right between the legs and walks out. Next up, we have a matchup that is super stacked. This is the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, hashtag SuperStack. If you remember, all my old school Wrestling DeLorean podcast fans know the hashtag SuperStack. But this was a hashtag stack matchup. It is for the WWF Tag Team Champions. It is the team of Kane and X-Pac versus the APA versus the Big Show and the Undertaker. What a triple threat tag team matchup this is. Undertaker, though, was dealing with the injury, but that... Not why, that, that they don't talk about that here on the show, but he's dealing with the injury. So Undertaker comes out and he goes to the commentary booth and says that he is going to be here watching his pupil, the Big Show, decimate and destroy the other four men in the ring. Uh, this matchup was very good. Kane goes on an absolute rampage. Big Show is doing moves that people don't remember it's Big Show doing. He's hitting drop kicks. He's hitting big double clotheslines. But it's not enough for The Undertaker. Undertaker calls The Big Show out to the outside and slaps the shit out of him. I mean, this might be one of the hardest slaps I've heard on a wrestling show. Undertaker slaps The Big Show, says, remember the monster you are, sends him back into the ring. Big Show goes on a fucking rampage. Hits a huge choke slam on x to get the victory. One, two, three. Still your tag team champions, The Unholy Alliance, Undertaker, and The Big Show. Next, we see Tess awaiting the arrival of Stephanie McMahon backstage. It is announced that it will be Stephanie giving her answer to the proposal of Tess, the marriage proposal. So tonight we're going to get that. We also jump to Al Snow, who wants his dog Pepper back. Pepper, who was kidnapped by the Big Boss Man. This might be one of the stupidest storylines ever, but we got to talk about it. Big Boss Man comes out with the dog. He says, if you want to ever see your dog again, you will put up your hardcore championship against me on the line tonight. And if you do so, you'll get your dog back. This leads to a hardcore title matchup that didn't last too long. But in the end, after a nightstick shot to the face, Big Boss Man is your new hardcore champion. And while Al Snow was knocked out, he lied. Big The Big Boss Man not only walks off with the hardcore title, but he then re-kidnaps Pepper the Chihuahua. Next up, we see X-Pac backstage not wanting any part of Kane. He says, we're done. The team is done. I can't do this with you anymore. Constantly feeling like you don't have my back. Constantly feeling like it's just me and the guy who is an erratic monster who might just snap on me at any moment. I'm done. Kane is trying to, I wouldn't say beg, but he's trying to talk and trying to say, X-Pac, please. He literally says, X-Pac, wait think about it fucking hilarious but this is also the time where he had the fucking voice box <laughs> you remember Kane with the fucking voice box anyway X-Pac wants no part of Kane we have a historic matchup here because the next matchup is the in-ring debut of Y2J Chris Jericho in the WWF who is accompanied by his protege the warrior Howard Finkel Chris Jericho goes one-on-one against road dog. This matchup for some reason was a no DQ matchup because there was a chair shot and a table bump in the matchup. No referee DQ. The referee did not stop the matchup, even though it was not announced as a no DQ matchup in the end, Chris Jericho hits a huge power bomb through a table onto road dog. Then he puts on the walls of Jericho for the first time in the WWF ring and refuses to break the hold, uh, Road Dog is tapping. He's tapping, tapping, tapping. Chris Jericho's not letting go. It leads to a bunch of referees pulling Jericho off. Crazy, crazy moment. Really cool to see the debut of Chris Jericho. I forgot that Chris Jericho's first match in the WWF was on the debut episode of SmackDown. So really, really dope. I'm gonna take a little break right here. Let's see what the chat is saying. The chat's blowing up right now. (laughs) Ivan, Jesus. Hit that music. It's my world. Daddy ass. (laughs) Yo, Jeff Jarrett is still going. Billy Gunn's still going. Shout out to the legends, yo. APA's theme song is very underrated. Unfortunately, I always loved APA's theme song too, but unfortunately they did not have that theme song at the time. I was hoping I heard it, but they did not have it at the time at this point. Tim King says, Kane and X-Pac, Big Show and The Taker, such fun teams. I love the feud between these two teams, but it seems like it's coming to an end because X-Pac does not want no part of Kane. And Dom says, oh, no, not Pepper. (laughs) Yo, what a crazy time to be a wrestling fan, right? We had some of the biggest names in wrestling history, but then we had storylines like, I'm going to kidnap your Chihuahua and then eventually feed it to you. But anyway, back to the show. Next up on the show, we have a matchup that is supposed to be Ken Shamrock coming out to go against Val Venus. But before Ken Shamrock comes out, Howard Finkel comes back out, and he attacks Tony Chimmel. He comes out, by the way, to the Ultimate Warrior theme song. He's doing the whole running to the ring, doing the Ultimate Warrior, shaking the ropes. And he attacks Tony Chimmel, saying that he's the best WWF announcer of all time. As they're attacking each other, Chris Jericho comes back out. He separates them. And as Chris Jericho and Howard Finkel are walking to the back, Ken Shamrock comes out for his matchup. Ken Shamrock bumps into Chris Jericho. This leads to Howard Finkel slapping Ken Shamrock. The ball's on Howard Finkel. And then Howard Finkel getting knocked out by Ken Shamrock and then Ken Shamrock chasing off both Howard Finkel and Chris Jericho. I did not like this for the fact that you had Chris Jericho look like the absolute badass against Road Dogg by putting him in the walls of Jericho and not breaking the hold. But then he's running from Ken Shamrock in the next segment. Like, you're making him a badass but then you're making him a chicken shit heel. Like, Why figure out what character you want to have? Like, why would you do this? Next, we have Stephanie McMahon who comes out. She calls out Tess. She says she has an answer for Tess's marriage proposal. Tess says, before you give your answer, let's do this the right way. He drops onto one knee. He pulls out the ring. He says, will you marry me? Stephanie McMahon says, absolutely. Yes. This leads to uh, the Mean Street Posse and Shane McMahon coming out and jumping test. Shane McMahon does not want anybody, especially not a wrestler, touching his sister. So as the Mean Street Posse and Shane is jumping test, Stephanie's crying. Out comes Mankind McFoley, and McFoley takes out all three members of the Mean Street Posse. And as Shane McMahon is in. On the ringside area, he says he's not waiting again. He said, I came out twice now on this show. I'm not going to come out for the third time. Let's do this right now, me versus you. Shane says, no, What what do I gain from fighting Mankind? I'm not a wrestler. What do I gain from stepping in the ring with you? Mankind says, well, I'll give you one shot with the chair. He throws the chair to the outside. He says, you get one free shot right on the fucking head. He didn't say fuck it. I said fuck it. Anyway, you get one free shot right on the head. Shane McMahon takes it. He says, okay. Goes right into the ring. Nails Mankind with a chair shot. Wicked, wicked sound. Mankind drops to the floor. And as Shane celebrates, Mankind gets right back up. Starts to nail Shane with heavy clubbing blows. They start fighting all around the uh, ringside area. Tess gets back up from getting jumped. He takes out the Mean Street Posse. And then you had... Uh Mankind hit the double arm DDT onto Shane, pulls out Mr. Sacco, goes for the manable Claw, got the manable Claw on to Shane McMahon, but the referee is distracted by the Mean Street Posse jumping Shane McMahon on the outside. So Triple H comes out and nails Mankind with a huge chair shot. First of all, from SummerSlam on Sunday, Monday, Raw, and then Thursday, three days and one week, Mankind must have got about four or five wicked chair shots to the head. Absolutely insane. Concussion city. If You know, it's crazy to think what we know now and then seeing these wicked chair shots. Absolutely insane. But with that clubbing blow from Triple H onto Mankind, Shane McMahon gets the pinfall. One, two, three. Shane McMahon has beat the hardcore legend McFoley. We got JoJo Valvano in the fucking house. What's popping? Thank you so much for being here. Then we get a sit down with Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has a knee injury. He says that when he is all healed up, no matter when it is, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's a month from now, whether it's a year from now, he vows That he will not wrestle another match until he's one-on-one in the ring with Triple H. And he says, boy, when I get in the ring with you, I am going to beat your ass worse than anybody else ever got a can of ass whooping in the WWF. He's going to come out for revenge. He says, I am going to hurt that boy like no one's been hurt before. Which leads to our main event. Out comes Shawn Michaels, like Dom said before, in the short shorts. Out comes The Rock, out comes Triple H, stage is set, main event of the very first SmackDown. We have a huge matchup, blockbuster matchup. It is a phenomenal matchup. I've always said that Triple H versus The Rock is one of the more underrated feuds in wrestling history. These guys have great chemistry, and every time they mixed it up, it was a great matchup, whether it was their historic ladder match from SummerSlam 1998, whether it's this matchup here, a really good matchup great chemistry. In the end though, after they wrestled all over the arena, after they took it all the way up the ramp and wrestled on the newly SmackDown oval Titantron, which is fucking awesome. They were in the ring. The Rock hits a huge rock bottom. Shawn Michaels doesn't go for the pin though, because out comes Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon then distracts Shawn Michaels as The Rock is could have got a 10 count by then. The Rock runs out, he nails Shane McMahon, comes back into the ring, hits another rock bottom on Triple H, then goes for the People's Elbow. Does the whole, you know what I mean, does the whole gimmick, throws the fucking elbow pad into the fucking crowd. Right before he could land that People's Elbow, out of nowhere, sweet chin music. Shawn Michaels has hit the sweet chin music on The Rock, totally knocking The Rock out. Triple H pulls up the limp body of The Rock, hits a pedigree, One, two, three, still your WWF World Heavyweight Champion, the game, Triple H, and the original members of DX, China Triple H, and Shawn Michaels stand tall, they all hug, and they raise their hands in victory. And that's how we go off the air for the very first SmackDown. This fucking show was a banger. Shout out to Tim King. I'm going to steal your line, brother. This shit was a motherfucking banger. Top to bottom, this was about an hour and 40 minutes of pure fun. If you want to just have fun watching wrestling and just dive back into some of the best times in wrestling history, go back and watch this show. They went all out. But not only was the action fun, not only did you have some big, big matches on this first show, but like I said, that crowd in Kansas City was going absolutely apeshit for every single thing. Not every match was a fucking five-star classic on this show, but I still got to give this show a five out of five just for a fun factor because I had fucking fun the whole goddamn time. This was an absolute great show. I loved it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bloodline Entertainment, Wrestling Network, well not wrestling, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, is not done for the night. The Bloodline Entertainment Network has a huge night ahead of us. Because not only did you just sit down and go back in time with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast for the SmackDown Rewind, but at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we have Top Rope Wrestling Talk with the birthday boy, the South Philly psycho, Dom. And then after a great episode of the Top Rope Wrestling Talk at 1045 p.m. Eastern, we have the very first Clark Street. And by the way, it was the very first Top Rope Wrestling Talk as a Bloodline exclusive. But we also have the very first Clark Street Wrestling Podcast here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So shout out to Dom. Shout out to Wendy. Shout out to Bruce from Top Rope. Shout out to the Tribal Chief, uh, Devin. Shout out to Hafiz. A big, big night for the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss out on Top Rope Wrestling Talk at 8.30 and Clark Street Wrestling at 10.45. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a huge week. I am back here next week with five new episodes of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Monday, we'll be talking about Monday Night Raw. Tuesday, we'll be talking about Bound for Glory 2006 when I go back in time for the TNA Rewind. Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. Thursday, we'll be talking about Ring of Honor Show 5 where they take over Boston. It is the Boston Invasion. And then on Friday, we'll be talking about Episode 2 of SmackDown back in 1999. Thank you so much for every fucking body who is a wrestling DeLorean passenger. Thank you so much for everybody who rides with the bloodline and throws that one up in the air and supports and subscribes. Thank you to everybody who is a Circle of Debater on the Circle of Debate uh, YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Bloodline, hit that subscribe button. I love you guys. I'll be back here on Sunday for the new episode of the Circle of Debate. And I'll be here back on Monday with a new episode of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I bid you adieu. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay positive. One love.